reviewing TV shows and films, dishing out sports picks and dimes, providing you a slice of economics with a hidden gem tied in. Become a paid subscriber to Preston Super Show at anchor.fm slash Preston's Super Show slash subscribe. Thanks for listening and God bless. Welcome to Preston's Super Show. Thank you for joining me. Fresh off NFL Conference Championship Weekend and the crowning of the two teams who are going to go to the Super Bowl in the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. I did think it was going to be the Eagles and the Bengals, but the Eagles versus the Chiefs, it's more of an even matchup in my opinion. You're looking more of a 50-50 split here. Also had the Royal Rumble on Saturday. That was entertaining. I did like the Royal Rumble. I thought the Men's Royal Rumble was pretty electric. And then you had Brock Lesnar come down. The Women's Royal Rumble, though, was kind of a spectacle. I mean, that was that, that turned into something there. That was the only one I didn't pick right out of all out of all the matches that happened. The only one I didn't pick right was the Women's Royal Rumble. The, I think the odds on favorite was Rhea Ripley. I went with Candice LeRae. What can you do? Got everything else right. For the Eagles, I mean, they were making preparations for the Super Bowl halfway through the fourth quarter, in my opinion. Final score, 31-7. Philadelphia Eagles defeat the San Francisco 49ers. Kyle Shanahan, the 49ers head coach, really didn't look like he had a good control of that team. Granted, and I hate saying that, Brock Purdy didn't last long, did he? And then when he came back and he wasn't throwing, was he? I mean, that that wasn't the scenario. The case scenario in that game was that we had an hour-long promo about Brock Purdy. And they had a part two, fellas and ladies out there. They had a part two. We never got to see the part two. Because in the first half, Brock Purdy was out of there. That Eagles defense, they got gnarly. And they didn't play around. They didn't mess around with it because they didn't let up. So, no rookie quarterback has ever gone all the way and won it. So, no, I didn't believe Brock Purdy was going to take this team there. He did. He didn't. I didn't think that was the way it was going to go. I wasn't rooting for that. And I do believe that, you know, if he had another shot at it, you know, he would have a better chance. Most definitely. I think for the 49ers fans, for me, that's just tough love. You know, they were probably feeling, you know, a lot of them on social media are very cocky, but that's social media garbage. When you look at it for a whole, the fan base is loyal to the the Bay. 
and they support their team through and through. But to focus on the Eagles now, Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders. Wow, what a game. You got to talk about him now. You have to have him in the conversation of players to rise to above the expectations in the playoffs. You have to. No, 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 you have to because in this game, Jalen Hurts wasn't throwing the ball a lot. 25 times, 121 yards. He did not throw a touchdown. That's what I would be worried about as an Eagles fan. And I'm not going to sit here and put doubt in your head about your team. What I'm going to tell you is the facts. They had an easy ride. I mean, after five minutes into the third quarter, things weren't looking good for the 49ers. Their four-string quarterback came in and got hurt. Josh Johnson played 15 years in the NFL and got hurt. Something isn't right. And the way they went out as sore losers, that was a bad look. And there is an old saying that if you go into the playoffs on a win streak, that's that's not a good thing. Winning one game, two games, okay. And then you go in the playoffs. That's That's one thing. When any after like six or seven games, maybe seven's the mark. I mean, they they were on a good win streak going in the playoffs. After you winning seven games, you're not feeling like you can lose. So no, this team didn't travel well, and the 49ers really let their foot off the gas early, like second quarter. They began to let their foot off the the gas. And the thing was, Jalen Hurts still wasn't dissecting the defense. But A.J. Brown just, he didn't play like I thought he was going to. That was the bottom line on that. He didn't really get open like I thought he was going to. You know what I mean? Like, there was one play where I, I thought he could take it. And he still didn't. He was targeted eight times. He caught four of those passes. Devonta Smith made two spectacular catches. But Kenneth Gainwell, that's the guy that really helped push them over the edge. Miles Sanders being able to, to run it in was good. Jalen Hurts ran one in. But I didn't like how Jalen Hurts looked out there for a lot of that game. And I feel like they weren't really tested in the playoffs. You understand? Like, I don't feel like the the Giants didn't give them a test. No, let's be serious. That they was like 38 points they put up. And what was the Giants counter? Seven points, guys? Come on. I mean, 
This is not an Eagles team that's really been challenged a whole lot. And I feel like they're going to run into a little bit of a wall against the Chiefs. But it's not something they can't overcome. You understand? They just need things to go right for them. Now, when you get to the Super Bowl, penalties are not going to be on your side for either team because things are going to be brisk with the referees. You understand? And there's a little bit of lore around waiting around for a penalty or waiting around for the refs to give a signal. And you're not going to be the beneficiary of that in the Super Bowl. Playoffs is one thing. Home field advantage is one thing. But here is an opportunity for Patrick Mahomes to distance himself from the likes of Aaron Rodgers. From the likes of Derek Carr, from the likes of all these other quarterbacks that are trying to break through. And he's trying to overcome what he just overcame and being compared to even Joe Burrow. Patrick Mahomes playing on one leg is still, you know, he's out there gimping. He's out there hurting. And the team rallied. And I was really impressed with that. And you have to take a moment, you know, a good moment and admire that. Let that all soak in for Kansas City. They put on for their crowd. I really appreciate that. And I think going forward, the Bengals will use this to their advantage. But it's going to be a long time. It's not going to be a quick turnaround like it was this year. But they did compete. They really did compete. And they looked good for a lot of this game. And the defense just played so well. And so many dumb penalties really blew it for them. Yeah, the refs were one thing that got involved. A little bit too much. But those penalties on the defense could have been avoided. That is one thing you have to say. Those could have been avoided by the actual players. So I look at the Eagles as a defense that's ready for this challenge. And I look at this Chiefs team that they're going to have to do a lot of work to prepare for that Eagles defense. Because, number one, the Eagles defense is better than that Bengals defense. I'll, I'll give them that all day. You just held... You literally just held the Giants to, se- to like, seven points. And you held the 49ers seven points. Forget all the other garbage around it. Forget it. Look at the facts. Now, turn your attention to the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Then look at Travis Kelsey, who I've talked about on my podcast throughout the playoffs, throughout the season. He's the best tight end in the league. And on top of that, who has an answer for Travis Kelsey on this Eagles defense? Let that stew in your mind until the Super Bowl happens. Then... There are other receivers that are stepping up for this Kansas City team. 
namely Marquise Valdez Scantling Jr., who is a former Green Bay Packer, by the way, and he even caught a touchdown in this game against the Cincinnati Bengals, who have a good secondary, good enough guys like Mike Hilton in that secondary are coining phrases. Now, remember, this is not something to skip over with the Philadelphia Eagles and what they've been able to do and what they've been able to build this year. This is Jalen Hurts' second playoff run. This playoff run feels a little bit different. Is there something different? Is there something special about this Philadelphia Eagles team? Like that team that played against the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl only so many years ago. Well, you're going to find out on my podcast where I give my Super Bowl preview and prediction for the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Had to get that spaghetti going. If you hear that in the background, that's what's going down. But I'm here to talk about the Royal Rumble recap. And that was a memorable one. That was a memorable one. I liked it. I really did. I enjoyed watching that. Start off with the Men's Royal Rumble. And you're going through 30 contestants. The only, you know, big fail was... It looked like there was some confusion about who was coming out after Sheamus. Um, You know, Gunther started first, and you really got to give him credit for hanging around until the end. And Cody Rhodes comes in, and of course he wins because, well, how can he not win? He came in so late. He barely is, you know what I mean, broken a sweat, you know, and it was a long run, long track out to the ring, right? I swear I seen someone pull a hamstring running down there. Um, Pat McAfee called out, you know, someone for botching to jump up to the ring. And uh, that was exactly the type of night, but it was fun still. You had so many different faces, so many different talents. Um, everybody was firing on all cylinders, giving people room to work. Picking up the slack. Making it lively. I enjoyed it. It was good. But for Cody Rhodes to win. You know I told you. I said Cody Rhodes is going to win this. There's no way he's not. There's not really enough time to build another story right now. You have to go with Cody Rhodes. So. Gunther. Really made a name for himself. Give him props. Um. Talked about the women's Royal Rumble a little bit, but yeah, you know, when when that kind of came towards the end and Rhea Ripley won, that was big because she's a big part of that woman feminist movement and women empowerment stuff. And she and you know, to her credit, she she put on a good show. Even got speared earlier. 
by Beth, right? Because Edge came down to the Royal Rumble and it was just a whole thing. And the Men's Royal Rumble. And it was it was good. The Judgment Day had their time to shine, right? In the Royal Rumble. We didn't know how long they would last. How long will the Judgment Day last, right? End up being Dominic Mysterio lasted the, the longest out of all the Judgment Day. And, you know, the, the Men's Royal Rumble, not to skip past it because that was really good. And the last about 11 guys in there really put in some good work. You know, when Cody Rhodes came down, it had cleared out a little bit. But that last about 11 guys that had touched that ring had put in a good deal of work. Santos Escobar was good. Wish it would have lasted longer. Wish we would have got to see a little bit more. Got a little bit more hype around him. Came down with like the whole crew too and didn't last that long. Logan Paul's return. Don't skip past that. That was huge. Logan Paul's return was huge. I mean, come on now. And then he jumps from one side of the ring. Ricochet jumps from the other side of the ring. Bam, they smack in the middle. It's going to live in wrestling infamy. No, it really will. That will live in wrestling infamy. Stuff like that is why people go and buy the DVD. That's why people go and buy the actual DVD. To go back and watch things like that happen. Not like they're going to skip past a bunch to get there. But it's like, no, no, no. I know this is coming. And it's a good buildup for it. It's good nostalgia. Yeah, that's why people go and buy the DVD for stuff like that. Not only is it Logan Paul's return. It's Cody Rhodes' return. It's Nia Jax's return. I mean, you got to give the WWE credit for such a strange and weird business. They have rose to prominence. And put on good show after good show for the fans. And this was an epic Royal Rumble. The bloodline fell apart. The bloodline fell apart. And I don't feel bad about it. Roman Reigns, we'll see in the coming weeks and months up to WrestleMania. The storyline is going to be, can can Roman Reigns bring the bloodline back together? Can everybody say, you know what? We got a little bit too hot, a little bit too heated. We let things go too far. Let's re- let's reel it back in. Let's make sure at WrestleMania, we still hold on to the throne. That we still keep the WWE running through the bloodline. That's the storyline that they need to be pursuing. Will they do that? Makes sense. I don't know if they'll do it exactly that way. But, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Well, you got to keep it together. Kevin Owens, he got beat, right? I told you Kevin Owens would lose. And he'll lose again if they fight again up into that point. You know, you got uh, Vengeance coming around the corner. Um, Big NXT showcase there for the WWE. AEW's got some things firing around the corner. UFC, where you're getting a real combat sports and you're getting a Bellator. It's got some good promotions coming this year. I mean, this is going to be a great year for just, you know, combat sports in general. I'm also excited for NASCAR to give out predictions and have a lot of fun with that now before we get to daytona let's not skip past royal rumble in the mountain dew pitch black match i told you bray Wyatt would win against la knight and he did get over on la knight and la knight really got thrashed after the match um uncle howdy smashing him through just a, a sheet of nothing and for LA Knight, you put on a good performance. You know, they're always the running away, though, right? Like running away after you just had a match with the guy. But okay. 
Got to got to do what you got to do. Got to fill the. You got to play the part. So that went okay. Then you had Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss, right? And Alexa Bliss. They have to throw some Uncle Howdy type weirdness in there, but they didn't for the match until the end, right? Then it was like her in the satanic circle and all types of weird stuff on the big screen and she's like petrified it's not really her and Bianca Belair made easy work of her easy work easy work um you know Bianca Belair is not going to lose the belt until possibly one of these pay-per-views coming up before Wrestlemania to win it back at Wrestlemania that is my prediction right now. That's my real speculation. Is that she will lose one of these pay-per-views coming up for that belt. And then at WrestleMania, she gets it back. Makes sense. Then it'd be on like the second night or something. And it's a big deal. Now. The only other real match to talk about because they really the only thing they didn't do with this Royal Rumble was a good tag team match because of the Royal Rumble they had to get 30 superstars in there but man that woman's Royal Rumble was just as good as the men's looking at it looking back at it it really was Roxanne Perez she she's going to be around as long as she wants to in the WWE and for her to already show up and then a lot of NXT superstars showing up like Zoe Stark, who was really good. And you had people like Emma who were like, oh, I remember her. But then you had all these new people. You're like, oh, wow. OK, that's what NXT's got going on. I should be watching that. Yeah, you should. WWE NXT is where it's at. So everybody wants a hidden gem. You come here for the hidden gem. Make sure I give you a hidden gem before I dip out of here. Um, in the Women's Royal Rumble. Candice LeRae didn't stand out. Um, Lacey Evans stood out. She really had a good show. But the biggest performer in that Royal Rumble, in my opinion, was Bailey. I have to go with Bailey on that. Here's a movie came out in 2002. Excellent. Really enjoyed it. Um, the package. And I gave that four stars um and i'll tell you right now you'll enjoy that movie watch the package you'll like it ladies and gentlemen you have the hidden gem you've had my reactions and my hot takes get ready for the big show get ready for the super bowl in the end of season four in the beginning of season five and then we're coming in hot in season five i got big things planned huge documentary coming Oh, wow. You're going to be like, dang, this is good. It's going big time, baby. Thank you for listening. And just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night and God bless. Palms 37-4.